0: You're listening to the Thriving Nurse Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Sanchez, and this is episode 160. Stop waiting for more time and experience to believe you're a good nurse. Did you know your nursing dream job is out there? But it's not something you find, it's something you create. And I can show you how. I'm Abby Sanchez, and I'm a life coach for nurses. Using my experience at the bedside, along with my psychology degree, I help nurses build confidence, manage overwhelm and fall in love or back in love with being a nurse. So come along with me and I'll help you create the career and life you crave. You ready? Let's go. Hey, my lovelies, we've got a beautiful episode today. I am excited to talk to you about this because this is something that drove me crazy as a new nurse. And so when somebody reached out to me, when a nurse reached out to me on Instagram and was saying that this was bothering them, I was like, yes, I can totally relate. So they were telling me that they were just so frustrated because they're somewhat new to being a nurse. And they were saying, it's just so frustrating feeling like I just need time and more experience to get good at nursing, right? Like that's what everybody tells you. You just need more time and experience and then you'll be more competent. You'll have better clinical judgment and your skills will improve and all of the pieces will fall into place, but you need more time and experience. And so I could totally relate when this nurse was saying, you know, that kind of freaks me out because I could injure a patient or harm a patient in the meantime. And they said, you know, I don't feel like I've done anything to harm a patient so far, but there've been times when I've seen my judgment isn't where I wish it was, or I've made smaller mistakes. And so I remember feeling that way as a new nurse and feeling really frustrated with that because it was like, there's nothing I can really do other than wait for more time and experience, there's nothing I can do to get better now. So if you're feeling that way, whether it's you're new to nursing or you're in a new role, or you just feel like now you've had time and experience and you still feel overwhelmed and stressed out, then today we're gonna talk about what the real answer is, the real solution to that, because guess what? You might not actually need more time and experience. That's the good news, spoiler. But before we talk about that, I want to talk about something else that might be frustrating you in your life. How do you feel about your love life? How's it going for you? Whether you're not dating anyone right now, but just looking around, casually dating, or you are in a serious relationship, or maybe you're married or have been with your partner for years and years and years. How are you feeling about your love life? Are you feeling connection in your relationship? And how does it impact nursing? I know with me being a nurse coach, you're like, why are you talking to us about our love life, Abby? But here's the thing you are a whole person, right? Like all the parts of our lives. Aren't just compartmentalized in little boxes and they don't interact with each other. That's not how life works. So, in our lives, if we are stressed out in our personal lives, and I know that our love life and personal relationships can be a huge part of our satisfaction and our well being, if that's all stressing you out and overwhelming and discouraging, then even if things at your job are perfect and beautiful, You're probably not feeling perfect and beautiful when you're at work, right? We bring that stress with us. When we're stressed about things in our relationships, we bring that stress with us to work and it makes it harder to focus during your shifts and to think clearly and to take care of your patients. And it's just all this chatter going on in our minds. And then it works the other way too, right? When work is really hard, when you're really stressed out about your job, and you don't feel like you're doing a good job as a nurse and you're thinking maybe you made a mistake and you're mad at your coworker and all this stuff is going on at work, then it's not like you go home and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm ready to be present with you and enjoy our time together. And like your brain doesn't just like wipe clean so that you can enjoy your time with your partner. Right? Our lives are intertwined. All the different Parts of our lives. We, because we're the same, right? We, we are the thing that's traveling between those different parts of your life and you're bringing your self, your brain, and your emotions with you into those different experiences and different situations. So it's all intertwined. So that's why I want to help you with your love life and with your relationships. And I am really pumped to do this because I've never done a webinar on this topic before, but I think it's going to be so much fun. So I'm going to do a webinar. It's called Nurse Love Life Masterclass, where I'm going to do some teaching. I'm going to teach you how to overcome some of the challenges of the nursing lifestyle that might be impacting your relationship, like feeling like you're just on a totally different schedule from your partner or feeling like it's hard for you to create connection and feeling like, There's just a disconnect there, right? So I'm going to help you overcome some of those challenges. And then the part I'm really excited for is we're also going to do some open coaching where you can bring me all your relationship drama. I love it. I love to help you guys sort through that because I know your relationships are such an important part of your lives. So here's what we're going to do. This webinar is totally free. This masterclass is totally free but you have to register for it. So go grab your spot by going to www.thrivingnurse.com forward slash love life. Okay, and remember, I haven't <laughs> I haven't fixed my website yet. I'm too scared to do it. I'm worried it's going to mess everything up. So you have to type in the www to the URL or else you're not going to get to the page you're trying to get to, okay? So www.thrivingnurse.com forward. Forward slash love life. And then, if you have a specific question that you want me to address on the webinar, to like coach through on the webinar, as soon as you register, there's going to be a little survey page that comes up. It's just going to ask you a few questions. So, if there's something where you're like, okay, me and my partner don't see eye to eye on this, this is something we're really struggling with. I want your help with this, Abby. That you can just write it to me right there. Or if you're like, oh, we got into this fight the other day. Or you're like, things are really great, but this is something that we're struggling with and we never see each other and it's so hard. Whatever it is, whatever the drama is. Or if you're dating, you're like, okay, I'm dating this guy. We've gone on three dates and this is what he said to me. Bring it. Bring it all to me. I'm going to help you through it on our masterclass. Okay? So we're going to have so much fun and it's going to help you build connection in your relationship and feel more in control of your relationship. I know sometimes it feels like maybe the other person is in control of the relationship or life is just busy and crazy and hectic and it feels like that's in control of the relationship. I'm going to help you take control back over your relationship and create the connection that you're craving. All right, so go grab your spot. It's at www.thrivingnurse.com forward slash love life going to be so much fun. I can't wait. All right. So let's talk about this, this question that I was asked about, do we really need more time and experiences in order to become the kind of nurse we want to be? So this question, like I said, I can totally relate to it. I think it's a really great question, but there's an assumption embedded in this question that I want to point out to you. When we say, I need more time and experiences to become a more competent nurse. The assumption that's embedded in that is that we need to become more competent nurses. I just want you to notice that, okay? Notice that that's an assumption in the question. Like what I do in coaching is I just like to step back And take a look at those assumptions and just call them out, right? I'm not saying we have to let it go, but we just want to notice that that assumption is there because it was kind of just tagging along with the rest of the thought and that question. It was just tagging along. We weren't even noticing it, but I want to bring it to awareness that that's part of it. So let's just think about this for a second. Do you need to become a more competent nurse? What if you never became more competent than you are right now? Or what about like when you finished orientation so you, you know, were taking a patient group all on your own? That skill level that you were at right then. What if you never became more competent than that? Would that be a problem? If you went your whole career And that was the level you stayed at. Would that be a problem? Now, I think many of us believe it would be. We think that's a problem. The goal is to become more skilled. And I'm all for that. I think improving your skills, improving your time management, your knowledge, your judgment, all of that is awesome. But what if that's all extra? Think about... When you learn to drive, you took a test and there was a written test and a driving test, and then you were given your license. Now, as you started driving around, you weren't like an amazing driver, right? But they determined that you knew enough. You knew enough to be safe out there on the road. You understood the laws, you were demonstrating the skills, you knew enough for them to give you your license. And while yes, totally, we all become better drivers with more practice, would it really be a problem if you stayed at the level you were at your entire life? I don't think it would be. I really don't. Like, yes, It's great to build our skills and knowledge, but we knew enough. We knew enough to get our driver's license. We knew enough to get our nursing license. We knew enough to get out of orientation and to take our own patient groups. And I know we wish we could do more. We wish we were better. We wish we could offer the best care that our patients could ever have. We wish that we could do it at that level. The fact that you're not at that level yet isn't a problem. You are competent enough. Now, I know when people say like when you get your nursing license, they say you're they're testing you for the minimum competency that does not sound like a compliment, right? <laughs> like we're like, "Oh great, I'm minimally competent." We think we're like just scraping by and Speaking of dating, with that nurse love life masterclass coming up, like imagine you were dating someone and they said, "You are the minimum amount of attractiveness I'd be okay with." That would not feel good to you, right? You're like, "Wait a second, that was a very backhanded compliment." So I get it. When we hear like, oh, you've met the minimum competency level, that doesn't feel like a compliment to us. I think that phrase causes us to cut ourselves short. But the truth is what is actually being said with that statement is you are 100% competent enough to do this job. That's what it means. You are 100% competent, and you're going to get more knowledge and more skills, and maybe all of that is a bonus. Maybe all of that's extra. That's going above and beyond. Maybe that's true. Now, I want to clarify this a little bit because I don't want it to be misinterpreted to say, you know everything you need to know, so don't go ask questions. Don't go look things up. Don't hesitate. Just keep moving forward. That's not what I'm saying here. I'm saying, you know, enough to navigate these situations. Okay. So let's say you have a shift and you're assigned a patient that you don't know how to do whatever it is, right? Like let's say you have a cardism drip, I work on a telemetry floor, so we get Cardizem drips. So let's say it's your first time doing a Cardizem drip on your own. You know enough to take care of this patient, even if you have a million questions. What I mean by this is you know enough to realize Cardizem and giving a Cardizem drip, this is a powerful medication that can really impact someone's heart rate. And there are a lot of things I need to monitor. So because you know that, you decide, I should get the policy. I should look up the policy and do a two nurse check as I set up this drug to make sure it's all set up correctly, to make sure I'm following the procedures so I know what to monitor. You know enough to then find out what are the next steps I need to take. Okay, and you've done this over and over as a new nurse, You've shown yourself that you know enough, even when you can't articulate it. Like there are probably times when you're like, something is wrong here, or this just feels like something important. This seems dangerous. I know there's a gap in my knowledge here. I don't know what the gap is, but I know there's a gap in my knowledge. So I need to go ask a question. And as you've done that, maybe sometimes you're telling yourself, see, my clinical judgment isn't good enough because I didn't know what question to ask. But what I want you to see about yourself and what the truth is, is you did have good clinical judgment. You judged that you didn't know. And so you went and asked someone and found the answer. So here's what I want to try on with you today. What if it's true? What if it's true that you don't need to be any more competent than you were the day you got off orientation? I believe that's true. I believe that you were competent enough and you are competent enough. But here is where I see room for improvement. Here's where I see room for enjoying your shifts more, for feeling better about how you're caring for your patients. This is what I think you need. I don't think you're lacking competence. What you need is more confidence. Those are not the same thing. A lot of times nurses confuse those because competence and confidence often go hand in hand. So we think they're the same a lot of the time, but they're not. As we build our competence, as we build our skills and knowledge, then often our confidence, our belief in ourselves, our trust in ourselves goes up. Right? So like when I was learning to play lacrosse, As I built my competence, as I learned how to catch and throw and make shots, and as I saw more shots go in, as my competence grew, my confidence grew alongside it because I would trust myself with the ball and I'd think I'm doing a good job. I'm a contributing member of my team. All of those things came along at the same time as my competence. But competence and confidence are not the same thing. This is why. You are competent, but you lack confidence because they're not the same. So I want to tell you a little bit more about confidence and a couple areas where we can grow our confidence as nurses. And this is true whether you're a new nurse or you've been a nurse for a long time. We can all work on our confidence. So confidence is your trust in yourself. Now, sometimes this is about our trust in our ability to do something. So we're feeling trust in ourselves when we think, I can start an IV. I know how to do that. I trust myself to take a blood pressure. I trust myself to help this patient to the bathroom. Then we feel the emotion of confidence. But sometimes we don't trust that we can do something. And that's okay. This is what I was talking about before. You can still feel confident in your judgments because you trust yourself to know when you don't know something. You trust yourself to go find the answers. You trust yourself to go ask the questions. So instead of telling ourselves that When we don't know the answer, when we need to ask a question, instead of telling ourselves, see, I'm not competent enough and eroding our confidence even more, I'm saying, let's use those as opportunities to build our confidence. Say, see, look what I just did. I just recognized that I didn't know something. I just found a policy. I just solved a problem and answered a question and learned something new. I knew enough to do that. Now, We don't want it to be like we just trust ourselves to do anything and everything, just like when you're a new driver. You might trust yourself as a new driver to drive on roads you've driven on a bunch of times and trust yourself to drive when it's a sunny day. And there might be a lot of situations that you're like, I I can do this. I know how to get to that destination safely. But as a brand new driver, you also need to know when you shouldn't do something, when something is beyond your skill level. And it takes confidence to say that. Because if we're like, let's say you're taking your friends on a road trip and there's a big storm and it's snowy or someone asks you to drive a stick shift and you haven't done that before. You don't feel comfortable doing it. You have to have confidence to say I don't think I can do that safely. I'm not comfortable with that. I'm not going to do that. And your friends might judge you. They might be disappointed. You might feel some embarrassment, but confidence is willing to do that. So that's why I think we need more confidence because we need to recognize the knowledge that we do have and recognize that we know when we shouldn't be doing something. Like if you get asked to be charge nurse when you're two months in to being a nurse, your judgment might be right, that that's too much for you right now, that you're not ready to do that, that you're not comfortable with doing that. And so saying no and letting people be disappointed or upset or judge you in whatever way takes confidence. I know a lot of nurses hold back asking questions because they're like, I've already asked my preceptor or I've asked the charge nurse 10 questions already this shift. It's embarrassing to go ask them more. But if you're confident, then you trust yourself. You trust, I don't know the answer to this. I need help. I'm going to go talk to someone. That takes true confidence. Confidence. Okay, so trusting yourself that you can do a task or trusting yourself that you don't know how to do a task or that you need help and you don't have the knowledge to do something safely. The last area of confidence I want to talk to you about is having the confidence to feel any emotion. Now, I know that's a super odd definition of confidence. If you've listened to the podcast for a while now, you might have heard me say that before, say similar things, but Generally speaking, when we talk about confidence, that's not what comes to mind for most people. They don't think, I'm willing to feel any emotion. But that is true confidence because you're not always going to know how to do something. And you might not always know that you don't know something. You might actually make mistakes sometimes. And if you do, If you make a mistake, if you harm a patient, if you don't know the answer, you're probably going to feel some uncomfortable emotions. You're probably going to feel some grief, some sadness, some disappointment, some regret, some embarrassment, some shame. And I'm not here to tell you that that's fun, but what I'm here to tell you is that you can handle those emotions. I promise you can. Emotions aren't dangerous. They're sensations in your body. It's heat, tightness, tingling, different packages of sensations that we've labeled as an emotion. And you can totally handle it. So when we're not feeling confident, what we're telling ourselves is I might not do things right. And if I don't do things right, then I don't trust myself to take care of me with the consequences of what happens next and especially the emotions of what happens next. The worst thing that can happen is you'll feel an uncomfortable emotion. So do you trust yourself to handle the emotions, to feel the emotions and take care of yourself through them? So that's what we've got to build. We've got to build true confidence. And as you do, your competence will build as well. As you trust yourself more and you're willing to feel uncomfortable more, if you trust yourself to feel inadequate, you will put yourself in more situations to learn, to ask questions, and that will be a catalyst for your growth. I've heard so many nurses say, I don't want to apply to this job because I don't want to feel like I'm starting over, right? Like maybe they've worked med surge their whole career and they're like, I've always really wanted to go to the ICU or the ER, but I don't want to feel like I'm starting over. I don't want to be the new person again. That's because they don't know if they can trust themselves to take care of themselves with whatever emotions come up. With the stress, the inadequacy, the overwhelm that they might feel as a nurse in that new position. They're like, I don't know if I trust myself. And they don't realize that that's what's going on for them. But they're like, I don't know if I trust myself to take care of myself through those emotions. So I should just stay with what's familiar. But if you, as a new nurse, you can start practicing this now, get comfortable being uncomfortable. Trust yourself to take care of yourself through your emotions. And as you do that, it will expedite your growth because you'll put yourself in those situations to learn and grow, and you'll keep expanding and growing throughout your career if that's what you want to do. Uncomfortable emotions won't hold you back from your next goal. So my friends, you are competent enough. You really are. Now I know that thought may not resonate with you right now, but look for how it's true. Look for how your judgments are enough. And as you practice believing it, then it will feel more true and you can build up that relationship with yourself. All right. All right, my friends, don't forget, we're going to have a super fun masterclass, the Nurse Love Life Masterclass, where I'm going to help you build connection with your partners and untangle the drama in your relationships and help your relationships thrive. We're going to have an awesome time. So go grab your spot. It's at www.type the W's. Go to www.thrivingnurse.com forward slash love life. All right can't wait to see you there. I'll talk to you later. Take care.